Reform. Reforming the parent, transforming the child. Welcome to the Parent Reform Podcast. Our mission is to inspire, encourage, and equip you to raise your children for the glory of God. About a year ago, I was sitting in my living room enjoying a heart-to-heart conversation with one of my sweet daughters. And by the way, if anyone were to ask me what one of my favorite pastimes is, it is actually to curl up on the couch with a cup of coffee and enjoy a deep conversation with one of my children. And sadly, it's not something I do enough of. So my daughter asked me about my long season of mothering little ones, and she wondered if I ever wished I could have spent my time doing something different with those years. I thought it was a great question. I was actually surprised by the well of emotions that quickly rose in my heart as I prepared to answer her. And with tears in my eyes, I passionately responded that I never once regretted those precious years of motherhood, as they were probably some of the greatest and purest ministry I've ever done. But my only regret was that I didn't do it better. After our conversation, I was reflecting back on those many life lessons I learned in my almost 30 years of mothering. And I pondered what I would have told myself those many years ago as a young mom. So I began jotting down my top 10 list of simple words of advice I would want every young mom to know. So in this podcast, I want to share that list with you. And I pray that this list will be an encouragement to you as you faithfully mother the priceless gifts God has entrusted in your care. Okay, so in my top 10 list of advice, my number one is hands down, spend time in God's word. Mom, this is your lifeline. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17 tells us, listen, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And listen, that the man of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Moms, it is the word of God that will equip you and fill you to do the ministry of mothering like no other. Now consider the words of Hebrews 4.12. It says that the word of God is living, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Moms, it is the word of God that exposes our sin. It convicts our hearts. And then it transforms us into the very image of Christ that we might be useful vessels for His glory and better moms to our children. Number two in my list of top ten is love your husband well. Titus 2, 3-5 states that the older women, like me, are to admonish younger women, like you, in several important ways. And the first and foremost admonition is that the older women are to encourage you, the younger women, to love your husband first 
And then the second admonition is to love your children. And it's wise to note that it is not the other way around. Loving your husband well provides tremendous security for your children. And there is nothing more stabilizing for a child than to grow up in a home where love is demonstrated by their parents to one another on a daily basis. Loving your husband well communicates the oneness of your union as well as the beauty of marriage. This will naturally elevate God's design for marriage in the very hearts of your children. Loving your husband well is also a powerful means of living the gospel daily in front of your children as they watch you faithfully laying down your life for another and putting your needs of your husband above your own. Okay, number three in my top 10. It's actually a list of three. Are you ready? Fight for joy. Be thankful. Practice contentment. And let me repeat this one more time. Fight for joy. Be thankful. And practice contentment. Moms, these three go hand in hand, and they will leave a lasting imprint on the very hearts of your children Sadly, for most of us, joy, gratitude, and contentment do not come naturally. These are attributes that we need to live out intentionally and daily in front of our children. Children tend to emulate what we demonstrate. I can't think of a better way to cultivate happy, grateful, contented children than to actually live it in front of them. Okay, number four, and here's another list of three. Slay the destructive giants of bitterness, comparison, and fear. Moms, these three will choke the very life out of your ability to mother well. Trust me in this. Bitterness, comparison, and fear, they're like a cancer. And once we give place to them in our hearts, they grow so quickly it can actually overtake us. They spill over into our relationships and especially those within our family, and these can cause great destruction. Resist these foes faithfully. Be honest in determining means that might be contributing to these deadly giants. And here are some ways that I think actually contribute to bitterness, comparison, and fear. Number one is social media, unhealthy relationships unbiblical thinking, and unforgiveness. Okay, number five in my top 10. Slow down and be in the moment. Fully embrace this season of motherhood that you're in. How often do we tend to wish away certain seasons of motherhood? You know, I have. And sadly, I can remember well commiserating with other moms in those early years as together We wished away the endless diaper changes and the inconvenience of car seats and those late night feedings. But then all too soon we realized those realities of young motherhood were in the past and they became only faded memories. It's interesting that now when I have conversations with these same moms whose kids are grown and gone, Those conversations are now filled with sweet reminiscings of those early years as we often long for them again. As an older woman, let me strongly remind you 
these are fleeting years. Trust me in this. This season of motherhood that you are in, it is a gift from God. Savor these years, treasure them, and make every effort to slow down and enjoy them. Number six, persevere, persevere, persevere. Pretend there's an exclamation point behind it every time I said persevere. Let me read you a definition of of persevering. The definition is to persist in anything undertaken, to maintain a purpose in spite of difficulty, in spite of obstacles or discouragement, To persevere is to continue steadfastly. Moms, there is great value in perseverance. Do you know that it's actually referenced at least 10 times in the New Testament? I can't think of anything of greater value to persevere in than faithful motherhood. Moms, faithfulness now can yield a rich, rich harvest later. For many years as a young mom, I actually had Galatians 6-9 on my refrigerator as a reminder of this daily, especially during those weary years of motherhood where I wondered if I actually needed a career change. Galatians 6-9 reads, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. This Biblical truth became my anchor as well as my motivation to mother faithfully. So mom, don't lose heart. Stay the course and ask the Lord to help you to persevere faithfully. Number seven, fearlessly prune those things that are hindering you from mothering well. Mom, take time to honestly evaluate those things in your life that may be preventing you from doing your job as a faithful mom, such as activities, ministries, volunteer work, draining relationships, and social networking. This kind of honest evaluation is critical and something that I highly, highly recommend that you do often. Be willing to remove those distracting things from your life in order to choose what is most important. Consider the reality that you will be held accountable for how you have stewarded your time in this important season of motherhood. Therefore, mom, evaluate with eternity in mind. Number eight, frequently ask yourself the question, if the Lord took me home today, what would be the lasting memory my children would have of their mother? Mom, if today was your last day on this earth, how would your children actually remember you? Would they remember a stressed out, bitter, angry mom? Or would they remember a joy-filled, contented, and happy mom? Psalm 90.12 tells us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know, I try to make an effort to often remind myself that my days are numbered. It's an uncomfortable thing to think about, but scripture tells us we should actually ponder it anyway. It is a wise mother that is mindful of this and considers her behavior and heart toward her children in light of eternity. Remember, the legacy that you leave your children will be their memory of you. Number nine, 
train and disciple your children faithfully that they may be a blessing to you and others. I can't reiterate enough the importance of faithful child training and faithful discipleship. Moms, the Lord will not raise up another woman to do this job as well as you. Trust me in this. Parent Reform has a lot of material on child training and discipleship, so I'm not going to dive deep on this now. However, keep in mind that your children are your number one ministry outside of the ministry to your husband. Your children are your God-given mission to train and disciple with diligence and faithfulness. You have a very small window to do this well. In this mission of motherhood, there are no do-overs. Okay, last but not least, number 10, laugh a lot. There is nothing more beautiful than a happy mommy. Do you laugh much with your children? Are you marked by a happy and joyful spirit? Let me share with you what Proverbs 31.25 says about this most amazing woman. It says that strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the days to come. The Proverbs 31 woman is joy-filled. She is confident in her God, and it's because she has a clear conscience, because she's put her family first. Therefore, she's happy, and it is evident to all who know her, especially her family. Not long ago, I was grocery shopping, something I do quite often, and noticed that the store was full of a number of moms with young children. I took a moment to observe. Most moms looked pretty stressed and had very little patience for their young little shoppers. However, there was a mom that really stood out in the crowd, and one I will not soon forget. She had three very young children in tow, but this mom was joyful, and she was actually happy. She was totally engaged with her children. You could tell it was a delight to her heart to be with them, even while doing something as dreadfully mundane as grocery shopping. I was so moved that I actually stopped her in one of the aisles and commended her for being such a wonderful mom. Remember, a happy mom is a beautiful mom. Thank you so much for listening and allowing me the privilege of sharing my top 10 words of advice for young moms. This will be available to you as a downloadable on our website. Okay, now here's my very last piece of advice on this podcast. I want you to turn off the podcast, close your computer, and go mother your beautiful children well. God bless you, mom. Thank you for listening. We hope you found this podcast helpful as you seek to parent your children well for the glory of God. For more information about Parent Reform, please visit our website at parentreform.com. There you'll find more parenting resources. You can also sign up for our newsletter and Q&A emails. 